We are here to study the word of God. Amen. God is so good. I hope you had a beautiful day. We give God the glory because he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. I'm going to be talking about war on tonight. We can see that things have occurred here in the land, meaning our world in which we live in, in which we exist. And, uh, you know, we talk about in the body of Christ, we talk about wars and rumors of wars as being a part of the end times. And I just wanted to just cover bases with you all. Um, as to how things happen in our world and how we as believers need to prepare ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually. And we have to be grounded into who we are and knowing who we are so that we are able to stand and keep on standing because things are, they, they really are unveiling themselves right before our eyes. And the only thing that we have to do is make sure that we know who we serve that we are prepared and that we have our minds made up to serve the Lord no matter what. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus is in Jerusalem and he's teaching the people about who he is based on them questioning him and his authority. He's also, of course, dealing with those religious leaders who constantly keep probing at him. Why do you keep saying you're the son of God? And it was like he had to constantly prove himself. But when Jesus finished teaching for that day. He and his disciples, they leave Jerusalem and some of them point out the beautiful temple and the architecture. They talk about the temple and how beautiful it is, how, you know, magnificent, you know, and how they were awed with the, you know, the structure or whatever. And Jesus answered and said, do you see all these things? Truly, I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. And you can see that specifically if you turn to the book of Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24, um, 2 and 3. It says, And Jesus said unto them, See not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines, and pestilence, and earthquakes in, in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for any name's sake. Okay, so this is this is written, this is here. You know, Jesus is talking to the disciples and he's telling them, you know, there's going to be signs, there's going to be things that are going to be happening, but don't be deceived. Basically, Jesus was saying, you know what? Don't focus in on those on those things or um, people coming to you, you know, saying that they're the Christ and, you know, they have the answer for this that, and other. Don't be deceived. But this is a time for us to be focused. I'm quite sure you all have been paying attention um, to the news. And Russia has now invaded and attacked uh, the Ukraine. And, you know, I had shared with um, my congregation last Sunday, I had a dream and it woke me up out of my sleep and I saw military, um, uh, the military in the streets and they were just randomly shooting at, 
at civilians and they were hollering and crying. And I saw the elderly, I saw young and I saw middle age and they were holding things and trying to escape. But it was just random shooting in the street. I woke up in such a a terror. I was just like, Lord, what's going on? What's going on? And you know what the Lord told me? Pray without ceasing. So I began to pray. I said, okay, Lord, I'm praying. I'm praying for peace in the land. I'm praying that you cover us with the blood. I'm praying for protection. I'm praying to Father God that you would heal the land. I'm praying. But I was still startled. And I said, Lord, what's going on? And the Lord said, this is the time to draw close to me. This is the time to really enter into my presence. This is the time to really seek my face so that you can have direction, so that you can have understanding. So when things start to happen and things start to uh, unveil in the land, you'll have the knowledge of what to do and how to handle yourself. What simply does that mean? Be ready. Be ready. And see, that's something that we have to uh, put our minds and our our spirits in, in, in being ready. And being ready for what God is doing in the land. And sometimes, you know, once again, uh, uh, we don't want to deal with it, but it says in his word that there's this, there's everything, there's a season under heaven, a time for peace and a time for war. So we have to really understand that, you know, we're living in times where we're going to see, see things happen. It even said here when Jesus responded, Back to them, he said, and ye shall hear of, of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Don't be troubled. You know, we hear these things that are happening, um, you know, but we got to pray. Those of us who are, we got to pray for those who are in Ukraine. We got to pray for those uh, um, uh, that are innocent. They have no control of government powers and the powers that be that sit in those high places. We got to pray for those individuals that God make a way of escape for them. But Jesus said, you're going to hear these things, but don't be troubled. Don't be troubled. So Jesus, he goes outside Jerusalem on the Mount of Olives. The disciples ask him for more details about that day. And once again, he tells them, don't be deceived. Don't let anyone uh, 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 captivate your mind and get you so pulled in that you give yourself over to fear and anxiety. No, that's not what we do as believers. The only thing, once again, I, I'll keep saying it throughout this, this message. The only thing you need to do is make sure that you're ready. Prepare yourself. Study the word of God. Pray fast. Make sure you still away and still take some time with the Lord. Look, let me tell you something. All these things are going to pass away. The book of uh, 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 Solomon's uh, mother, he told, he, she told him, you know, these things are vanity. It's nice. Cars, houses, furniture, buildings. They're nice. They're beautiful. But they're all vanities, clothes, shoes, pocketbooks, ties. These things are all going to pass away. So we just have to make sure that we have an understanding that we're not supposed to be troubled by these things. We're not supposed to let anybody fool us. And, and they're claiming that they are the Messiah. Those of us who are believers, the sheep, they know their master's voice. We're going to know the voice. We don't have to be deceived by people trying to come and do all of these hocus pocus types of things. We're going to know who our Savior is. We're going to know him. It says that he's going to come. He's going to burst through the clouds and engraved on the inner, his inner thigh will be the king, the uh, king of kings and the Lord of lords. So we all know who he is. So we don't have to give in to all of these false prophets and these people that are trying to come to deceive 
our minds, captivate our thoughts. Jesus warned us, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Jesus, he gives further details about his time, including the followers being persecuted, nations fighting nations, the abomination that causes desolation appearing in the holy place in the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven. When you go to um, Matthew 24, let's look at verse 6. But we read read verse um, 6, we down to the beginning of sorrow. Let's go to 7. The nation shall rise against nation, the kingdom against nation, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes and diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. These are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to the afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure till the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Okay, so he's telling us. He's letting us know when you hear these things, don't be ashamed. Don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. Don't, 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 you know, don't act shocked. We, we, you know, war, we, we know these things. Jesus warned us. We don't need to act shocked. We just need to know once again, to be ready, be ready. Such things must happen, but the end is still come. Uh, Mark gives his version and he includes Jesus' explanation of what those times will look like with fewer details. That you can find that in Mark 13. He does not include Jesus using knowing the flood as an example um, of why to be prepared. And, and when you finish reading Matthew chapter 24, if you look in verses 38 through 39, Matthew 24, 38, 39, it talks about Noah and the flood. It says, for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. They weren't ready. They were not ready. No matter how Noah told them, look, there's going to be a flood. There's going to be a time where this land, we're even not going to see it. It's going to be filled with water. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to listen. And what happened? They missed the mark. When Noah shut those uh, doors to that ark, they were not open until the land was able to dry up. The water was able to dry up um, from the land. So they missed out. Why? Because they were not ready. Jesus, once again, he's giving this advice. Don't be like those who didn't listen to Noah. I'm telling you, all you need to do is be ready. When Be ready. Just be ready. When you start hearing about these rumors of war, when you hear about desolation in the land, you need to start preparing your heart and your mind. That's why anybody out here now that's saying there is no God, they're, they're saying, you're saying there is no God. Once again, this is a warning. Get yourself together. Signs of the time. All it says telling you, get yourself together. Get yourself together. So as we move uh, during the course of the days and we start to see these things unveiling, what's happening over in Ukraine and what's happening over, uh, you know, and it, let me tell you something. There's rewards that go on constantly that we have no knowledge of in these third world, uh, third world countries and these other places that we have. We don't have the knowledge of every war that's going on, but that doesn't mean that they're not occurring. They're happening. And so we have to understand 
that the prophecies that God wants us to, to, to know and understand is a message to prepare the people so that when things begin to happen, that you are ready. Should Christ crack through the sky? Are you rapture ready? Are you ready to be caught up? Are you living your life accordingly? So that should he crack the sky in this moment, in the twinkling of an eye, are you going to be ready to be caught up? You have to question yourself. Where am I standing in my salvation? How am I executing the things of God? How, how am I moving in ministry? We may only understand prophecies the moment they are fulfilled or in hindsight. People had messianic prophecies to study for centuries, but the disciples only realized Jesus was fulfilling the messianic prophecies as he did them or made the connections afterwards. Let's look at John chapter 2, 22. It says, when therefore he was risen from the dead, the disciples remembered that he had said unto them and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover and the feast day, many believed in his name, which they saw the miracles which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men and needed not that any should testify of him, for he knew what was in man. Jesus knew who he was. He didn't have to have the validation of, of mankind. He didn't have to, you know, he, he didn't need that. He, didn't, he, he knew who he was. And see, this is where we are being tested in our faith. Do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know? Should someone question you and your salvation and should someone question you and your faith? Do you know how to give a, a full reproof response so that you can let them know that for Christ I live and for Christ I die? Or do you blunder? Are you hesitant even in responding to such a question? You have to know who you are in Christ. Jesus knew who he was, even though he was questioned. A thousand of times in regard to his authority, in regard to him being the son of God, Jesus always had an answer. And he always said, look, who do you think I am? When Peter was asking him, well, they say this is it. He said to Peter, well, who do you think I am? Jesus knew who he was. He came here with purpose and reason. He knew he was the son of God. He knew he was there from the beginning of time. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, they're three in one. So he knew. So now he has given us that same power of knowledge and knowing who we are in him. You got to know who you are in Christ Jesus and be able to stand against the wiles of the enemies, be, be able to stand against threats, be able to stand against criticism, be able to stand against persecution because you know your Redeemer lives and you know that he is the risen son of God. You know that he has allowed for us to be triumphant because he has overcome the world. We know this. We know this. So nothing should question uh, our, uh, our our faith in him, our trust and our love in him, no matter what it looks or appears like. The only thing, once again, we have to be ready. When things happen, we have to be ready. Jesus talks about a sensible servant who does his job well because he doesn't know when the, when the master will return. In Matthew 24, Matthew 24, 45 through 51. Let's look at Matthew. Then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over the household to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that, blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all 
his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delay of his coming and shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him and in an hour that he is not aware of and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Make sure you're ready. The other servant, he was like, let me do, let me, you know, let me, let me, let me do more of what my master has given me. Let me, you know, do what he told me to do. Let me follow what he has given me to do. He gave me a uh, 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 rule over the household, gave me meat in due season. He said, blessed is that servant whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find him doing. He found them working. He found them busy. Words to the wise. I know he's hearing about these rumors of war. Don't be distracted by that. Keep working. Keep doing your ministry work. Keep feeding the hungry. Keep holding those who need food. Keep visiting those who are shut in. Keep praying. Keep seeking the face of the Father. So when he comes, he'll see you doing the work. And he'll say, all right, great, good job. Let me give you more. Let me give you, let me, but what what did the servant do? Oh, he's not coming back. Oh, whatever. He started acting evil. Started doing things against his fellow servant. Start taking advantage. Got lazy, sat back. When the master popped up on him, he wasn't ready. It was like, oh, okay. So you, I found you with your feet kicked back and doing all kinds of craziness and wickedness. So what happened? All right, you go with those with the national teeth. Same, same perspective. Be ready. Be ready. I just want you to know this. Wars and rumors of wars have happened. They've happened in the past. Since I was a little girl, constantly. War, uh, rumors of war. We heard them all the time. Up until now, we're going to hear them. Some of them may be a part of God's plan for the end times. However, Jesus exhorts us to focus on being good servants who know he is coming soon. He doesn't want us to be walking around with a guessing as this is a guessing game. All he wants us to do is be ready. Fear not, my brother. Fear not, my sister. Just be ready. He's going to come like a thief in the night. When he comes, it's going to be in a twinkling of an eye. And you just need to be ready. Pray, seek his face. Do what is right. Pure heart, holy hands. Be an example to others. Represent the kingdom of God. No matter what else is going on around you, know the Christ that you serve. The true living God. And be the true disciple that he has created created you to be as you sojourn the days of your life, waiting for his return. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. My prayer is that God will keep you and that his blessings will continue to fall upon you and all that you do and say. Until we meet or speak, may the blessing of the Lord continue to make you rich, adding no sorrow. God bless you and have a good night.